Every time you drop a new song, you want it to do well. You want it to be a hit, you want it to get a lot of streams, and you want it to make you some money. But not every song is gonna do well. And that's one of the reasons it's important to consistently release music over time. Because you're kind of playing the numbers game. Some songs are gonna do well and some songs are gonna do poorly. When a song does poorly, it doesn't mean it's a total loss. Sometimes you can still salvage uh, your release campaign to at least get some result and trigger release radar and sometimes even discover weekly, even though the song doesn't perform well by your standards. Today, we're gonna dig into my release campaign for my song, Holding On, that I dropped back in February. I'm gonna pick that campaign apart for you, show you how I ran it, and show you how I managed to actually get a reasonable result and trip the release radar algorithm despite the fact that it didn't perform that well. The first song I released in 2021 was a song called Lions. And my release campaign for that song did great. It knocked it out of the park, got a ton of streams on release radar, and eventually translated over to Discover Weekly, where the song has just continued to trip that algorithmic playlist almost every other week ever since. After that song, I thought, well, I've got this figured out. I'll drop my next song, Holding On, and it'll do great, right? I was wrong. It did not do great. The campaign couldn't come down in cost. I couldn't get it below the threshold where I like to have it. I couldn't even break the 30 cent mark for the most part to get my ads to actually perform well. So I got less streams in the first week, less of a push on release radar, and ultimately the song went on to not perform nearly as well as the song before it. In fact, to date, uh, Holding On has only gotten about 11,000 streams total. However, it could have been a lot worse. Even though the campaign performed poorly, I still managed to trip the release radar algorithmic playlist and get some streams out of it. So let's dig into that campaign and what it was like, what the results were so that I can show you how I managed to take it from absolute failure to just not that successful. So the first place we're going to start is here in Facebook ads. I ran this campaign from the release date, which was February 26th, 2021, for a full week until the following Friday on March 5th, 2021. Now the campaign before that that did so well, I only ran for three days. This campaign I extended after I noticed that in the first couple of days, it just wasn't getting that much traction. So this is the full lifetime view of the campaign. I ran ultimately all told four different ad sets here. One ad set got zero traffic, as you can see, only three impressions. That was targeting just the United States. No surprise there. Uh, and then I had an artist target, which is targeting various artists that sound similar to the track uh, and narrowing for Spotify. I had a lookalike. And then I had a new lookalike where I just targeted uh, cities where I was getting listened to on Spotify just to kind of test that out. And as you can see, all the numbers are really not great for this campaign. The lowest ad set uh, cost per conversion was 28 cents, which is significantly higher than I like to see it. I try to get it at least into the teens. I consider that a success. Uh, I can live with the 20s. It's okay. It's not the end of the world, but I don't call that a, a big win for me. The lowest cost was 28 cents, but then the other two are 46 cents and 37 cents. I mean, 46 cents per conversion is not good. Let's just call it what it is. It's just not good. Uh, and 37 cents really isn't that good either. 
And that's why I added in this uh, lookalike ad sets because these other two just weren't coming down. So that's kind of the global metrics for this. If we go down and look at it by day for the first few days, we'll go to Friday, February 26th here. You can see the first day of release. This is a $50 budget for this campaign, $50 a day for these first three days. And then I, when I decided to extend it, I, ch I transitioned it over to $25 a day and cut the budget in half and ran it out until the end of the week. So at $50 a day, for the first day of release, I only got 100 conversions, which is just terrible. I got 100 conversions for $50, and I spent $0.48 cents on average per conversion. And it didn't get any better uh, the whole weekend. The next day, $0.47, cents, 106 conversions. And then the third day, that Sunday, finally started to change a little bit, but not that much. $0.38 cents per conversion and 153 views content. And it wasn't until I introduced the Trigger Cities ad set that I started to get any sort of traction at all. So I didn't add that in there until Tuesday, March 2nd. And that's when I actually started to get some reasonable results with the campaign. But at that point, it was kind of too late because if the song doesn't get a lot of traffic within the first few days, your chances of getting a really good spike on release radar go down dramatically. That's why those first few days are really important. And so at this point, I knew I wasn't going to get that big spike, but I decided I wasn't going to give up. I was going to try to at least get some sort of traffic to the song. I had it in my head that, you know what? I'm going to use this as a learning uh, opportunity, and I'm also going to see if I can salvage this campaign because I've had this happen in the past. Started messing with stuff and turning stuff on and off and was not able to get the campaign to have a good result. So this time around, I decided I was going to see if I could change that habit. So what I did is I added in this ad set to try to bring the cost down and I let it run out through the end of the week. The most important thing I did is this. I didn't touch anything. I didn't turn anything off. I didn't adjust any targeting. I didn't even touch the ads. I just let everything stay on and let Facebook figure it out. I knew that if I started fiddling with stuff, it was going to reset the learning phase and it was only going to make the cost go up. And now I know what some of you are probably thinking. Well, maybe if you had adjusted some stuff, your results might've been better, possibly. But if I go to the ads of this campaign, you can see that Facebook was already pretty much doing the work for me, so I didn't really have to turn it off. In this campaign, or in this ad set here, the drop is the one that got the most traffic, and it's the one that was the cheapest. So Facebook is doing its job on my behalf. I don't have to turn things on and off to get the best result. I can let the algorithm, the AI of Facebook, figure it out. Sometimes there are going to be outliers, like with this ad, the end ad getting 12 cents per conversion and only one uh, view content. But for the most part, Facebook is going to figure it out for me. So there's no need for me to, in these first few days, be messing with a ton of stuff, turning it on and off. Now let's hop over to my spreadsheet and I'll show you kind of how this ended up playing out. So this is the spreadsheet where I kept track of all the data for my campaign for holding on. As you can see down at the very bottom here, I've got the popularity score for the song. And this is a big indicator of whether or not you're gonna get on release radar. So what I'm shooting for is to get to a popularity score of at least 20 by the end of the day on this first Thursday. 
for holding on, I only got to 15. If I go over to my track Lions, which came before that, you can see that I got to a popularity score of 22, and that's why it went off on release radar. Additionally, my latest song, Hero, I got to a popularity score of 23, which is why it went off on release radar. But for holding on, that didn't happen. I only got to 15. But I knew that if I could get it to 20 for the next week, I would get a little bit of a spike. I kept on with ads. I moved the ads into my growth campaign, which I always do. And I prioritized those ads for the week and I managed to get it to a popularity score of 24. And at that point I was able to get some longer term traffic. So if we go to Spotify for artists, you can see kind of how this played out a little bit. I got this spike happening uh, within the first weekend of the release. And then that Friday, the first Friday actually did get a little bit of a bump on uh, release radar despite the fact that it was lower than 20 on the popularity score. I still got a bit of a result, even though the ads didn't perform. And I, I chalked that up to the fact that I extended the release campaign from three days uh, in the first weekend to a full week of ads running. I think if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have gotten the boost at all. I know it's kind of weird because it happened at 15. Still, I've yet to figure that out. Still looking into why that is. But the point is, I got a little bit of a bump. And if we go down to the next Friday, I got another little bit of a bump here happening. And that's where this kind of plateau is here. And the overall like ongoing streams are higher as a result of that than they otherwise would have been. So did this campaign play out like I wanted it to? Not really. Did I lose money? <laughs> Definitely. Would I have been better from a financial uh, position? Would it have been better if I had just turned it off after three days in terms of money? Yeah, probably so. I probably would have lost less. And I probably won't make the amount of money back that I spent on this campaign on this specific song. But I'm still glad that I did things the way I did them. One, it showed me that you can save a campaign from doing absolutely zero and at least get something out of it. And the argument can be made that over time, this song probably will eventually make back the money I spent on it. It's just going to take a while. So all in all, not a great campaign but not an abject and complete failure. If I could leave you with anything, it's this. Not every song is gonna be a win. And that's why you have to release songs consistently. When you do find your winners, for me, it's my song Lions and my song Hero. Those two songs have knocked it out of the park. When you find your winners, push down on that button hard. Keep those ads going. Put more budget into them if you want to. I have found that Lions has already technically returned the money I spent on it. And Hero is well on its way too. It just takes a long time to get it back. So if I spend $150 in a weekend, it's going to take me several months to make that money back, but I will make it back. So the harder I push on that button, the more I'm going to make out of it eventually. You just have to have the capital up front to push down on it. And that's it for this episode of Sounds of the Future. As always, when I do a screencast video and pull the audio from it, I know there's a lot that's kind of lost in translation, but as always, <laughs> how many times can I say that? Um, I do try to walk through it and talk through the data so that you can at least uh, sort of follow along here in audio land. If for any reason you're not able to follow along and you want to go check out the video, uh, there's a link in the show notes for this episode that you can go check that out. And uh, if you have any questions, please hit me up in the comments on YouTube, or you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Tom Dupree III on both. Uh, as always, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.